G'day listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL super coach. That's right, it is a new era for fantasy basketball for the NBL and it's a new era for the basketball blokes, having covered the NBL fantasy game for the prior five seasons and having a little bit of success along the way, mind you. Personally, I finished highest of the group last season, making me the reigning top bloke with a 14th place finished. And although I was first for a lot of that season, Benny, my highest finish was eighth the year prior. Hold my beer, fellas. I've had a couple of top ten finishes, remember? So uh, I'm definitely not claiming the title of ordinary bloke. Yeah, look, I'm not too sure how I claim top bloke status there, given I've got the worst ranking out of the lot of us. But it's probably a good time for me to tell you that we are brought to you today by our Patreon supporters. Yes, and you can head to patreon.com slash basketballblokes if you want access to Banksy's captains from round three onwards. Not just the most loved Banksy's captains, we also send advanced stats in a weekly email throughout the year. But what you need to do is sign up now so you get access to our Patreon leagues and the preseason cheat sheet. We put copies of the old cheat sheets on the website, which is basketballblokes.com where we also have our live scoring and our Discord live game chat. That's it, Benny. And you can sign up to the Discord group by becoming a Patreon where you can complain to us about how you can't follow along because we have too many player nicknames. And if you'd like to provide such feedback at a discount, you can sign up for our 12% Big Banger of a discount for subscribing annually. Everyone knows who Banger is, right? Yeah, I think so. Thanks for your support. Let's get to the pod. All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three books setting out to make super coach history. So many things that we cannot wait to see. When do we get onto the sauce? Perhaps a twoies or some bubbles? Or is it Miller time to celebrate our players' double double party with bangers and some rock by DJ Mitchell? Is he a lock? The Kings can bring the chips like Jonah Bolden brought the dips. Will we get Ulbricht quick or at least very soon? We think it's Taryn Armstrong that is going to the moon. How do we read our next stars? Are you superstitious? Impressive Johnson Alex are. The competition's rips the vicious. Robert said no Franks, so they got Franklin instead. They signed some wily veterans. Do they get over the humps ahead? The finalists have been all action. With Finn Diesel and Denzel. Couldn't beat them, so they went cheat them. Who's fast and furious as well? Can't have a pair of Sams, but can they fill Pinder's shoes? And can we pair some Jordans when Crawford's small and Hunter's huge? Will Cummings hit a shot? JLA has hurt his wrist. With no AC, does Kel run hot? And is Huck Porty worth the risk? And Adams is back with his family. Let's usher in a new era of fantasy. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny Banksy and Boydie, the basketball bikes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL Supercoach. And we are on to the cans, Taipans. Enough is enough! I have had it with these snakes on this plane! Ah, there's a little reference for you there. The snakes on a plane, which Banksy will soon go through on the schedule, but I'll be discussing all the ins and outs and uh, asking Banksy if we do get on the cans, but uh, some big outs for the cans, type ends. Keanu Pinder, Gunn, Shannon Scott, Ben Eyre, DJ Hogue, Yow. and Majok Deng, like some of the key ones, and some ins though. Sam Menenga, Taryn Armstrong, Bobby Clintman, Patrick Miller and Josh Roberts, straight out of Manhattan College, another 40 special. Look, 
Banksy, I don't know if these ins match the outs. What are your thoughts for the Cairns Taipans, who obviously had a very successful season last year? Some very elite company in that outs list, isn't there? And I, I don't think that those ins match the outs. Unfortunately for Cairns. They don't, but uh, from a super coach perspective, it will be interesting to see what opportunities that arises. But how many will we choose? The schedule will have a big bearing on that. Failing to plan is planning to fail. It's time for the Schedulizer. Now, obviously, Cairns don't have a great schedule to begin the season because they've got the double back-to-back donuts in rounds three and four. But Snakes on a plane. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what they do have is eight doubles in nine rounds from that round five to 13 stretch. Get on the Cairns. And the only non-double during that stretch, gentlemen, is in round seven when every team is on the single anyway. So... Cairns by far and away have the best schedule stretch of any team, uh, making them extremely relevant, not to start the season, but from round five onwards. What position battles in Bordy's battles are we looking forward to finding out a little bit about the Blitz and, you know, potentially in the NBL NBA games which they play? So the biggest one's probably point guard with Taron Armstrong and Paddy Miller. I like it. Um, So, but... Yeah, I don't know if that one's more. They're saying Taron will probably start, but I think you're going to see Paddy Miller get a few like starter minutes, even though he might not start. Similar mm-hmm. to Shannon Scott last year, and for a lot of those games where he didn't actually start, yep, but then played decent chunks of minutes there. Okay, and I guess the other one is the three young bigs I would talk about. So the pair of about, Sams. That's it. We've got the Sams, Wardenberg, and Meninga. Then they've got Josh Roberts, as you said, straight out of college and not a very well-known college either, um, into that import four uh, spot. You've also got the next star, Bobby Clinton as well. Got to be careful how you say that name if you're saying it quickly. Bobby. Huh? And Very very uh, versatile. And a name that's, you know, we've mentioned his name before because he's actually been on NBA Summer League rosters previously, AK Gack yes. from Illawarra, now up at Cairns. Is this, is this the chance for him to come out and... Run amok, I guess. But they're, um, he's been playing some decent minutes in their preseason game. Look, I, this is where I normally go through the preseason scores on these uh, pre-Blitz pods, but we're just going to talk about Tarrant straight away, to be honest. So he did Ooh. not feature. Is yet to feature. Um, we think he's going to the moon, old Armstrong. Um, and you mentioned, mentioned that position Blitz on position battle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's still startable. I'm not currently doing it, though, as it stands. Um, do, what do you guys feel? I mean, the risk with him is that he goes up a fair chunk after the first, because they play three games before they have the two zeros. That's correct. So that's the risk you're taking. You're not going to get him for 69000 if you play if he comes in and rips it up. He's currently 27% owned. Basement price, 69000 Um But you're only going to miss one price increase, aren't you? And something that you put in my head off pod Benny is mm-hmm. oh. that you know you could do the perfect trade of flowers in round five down to Taron and make good cash when you can start that all important stretch of doubles from round five mm. yes as long as he doesn't true. go too, up too much that's that's right yeah um you I think that does make it obvious um I'll go through some of the preseason scores now um oh just in a word though is Taron 
still an option. Yes. Yes? Yes. Yeah, beautiful. Um, and I did listen to the Has Been Hoops podcast, and they did, uh, Sam Vecini did mention that he might be able to play alongside Patrick Miller, who we will discuss a little bit later on, but we haven't seen him featuring the preseason competition as of And there's no yet. injury aspect is the word we have. Mm-hmm. He's just been rested. Yeah, he's, he's not on fine. Dr. Boyd's injury list as mm-hmm. yet, but uh, going through the averages... Um, haven't seen too much, to be honest, of the Cairns Taipans. One, one game. Uh, Sam Meninga did score 18 Supercoach points. More on him later. Um, Bobby Clintman, only the five, probably the concern there. And no one even got close to scoring a point per minute, a point per minute which is kind of our baseline for good Supercoach play at the moment. So it is all really up in the air now, but... We did put out our poll. And they got thumped, to be fair. They lost by 31. Correct. Well, this that's sort of, very that's, hard to that's get That's what will happen when you don't play Any most of your squad. Yeah. Um, we asked on X which players we should discuss, and with a fair majority of 72.9%, Taron was the player to discuss. Um, massive watch. I know I'm so, so, so high Same. on Taron Armstrong, but um, I'm probably just going to look for that round five trade-in. Next on the list was, in fact, Sam Menenga, who is, I believe, mine to discuss. So um, he is someone I'm a, a real sicko. We have our schedulizer <laughs> on yes. basket. We have our schedulizer on basketballblokes.com, and but I, I think it's wise to do your Excel spreadsheet. Ever since Banks has been doing his Excel spreadsheet, he went from being a very ordinary bloke to finishing in the top. 10. It excelled my result. It did. So, two seasons in a row, Banksy was leading the competition at different points of the yes. season. So, that's what an Excel spreadsheet can do. And I have done my spreadsheet, and that includes a downgrade trade to Sam Menenga from Ariel Huckporty. And he just sits there in my backup centre spot for as long okay. as I can keep him. I Ooh, think. Yeah. He's going to be super relevant. Now, there's recently an article out on nbl.com.au which discusses the fact that we're not going to see bull qual for the Blitz. But in that, it has an excerpt from an interview which with Pat, Paddy Miller, who we'll be discussing shortly. But it talks about Sam Menenga as a potential starter. The quote is that he is playing like he's been a pro for years. Now, if we're going to get that potential from Menenga, sixty nine thousand, he, you can just sit him as your backup centre for a very long time. He's going to be super relevant, and he's definitely on my watch list. Now, we talked about Taron and Menenga. In reality, if you can only start, where are we recommending you only start with one Taipan? I think I think so. I think so. Two zero. If it's not going to be Taron, Menenga is your other option. I think on your bench to start the season, knowing that you're going to have to upgrade in round three. But have a play around with your side and see what you can do with that. Um, Menenga, I'm guessing, is an unknown to a lot of us still, but uh, what are your thoughts in general, fellas, based on those quotes? Yeah, I like it. I like the sound of it. I like the minutes that he's played as well in in that one preseason game and put up a little bit. Um, As we were saying before, $69,000 price. He only needs to get, what, five? So he had to 20, is that right? So... Um, I think he's going to be playing. Yeah, the key thing we talk about, and we, we might, might say this too often, but minutes means production, and and 
they're getting minutes. He's going to be getting minutes in that lineup, um, regardless so, of yeah, the start. That's yeah. it. Regardless of the start, he's getting minutes behind Wardenberg or whoever, and then and Roberts or whatever, whoever starts that five spot and mm-hmm. you know starts plays the start of minutes. Banksy, have I intrigued you at all about Sam Meninga? I'll be very honest, Benny. I, I hadn't really considered or thought that far, just based on ruling out cans outside of Taron, based on schedule. But yeah, you've you've definitely got me thinking now. So. Glad I've listened to your segment because round five that... Do we think that if you're making that decision, is it because that there's lots of options at the backup centre that we like at the moment compared to compared to the guard? I don't think so. I mean, there, obviously there's a lot of under... There's a lot of value to be had at the centre position with a better schedule to start with and I, I think that's why automatically I haven't thought that way. Uh, the the centre position for me is the one that you've kind of got to really have two starters playable playable starters as to me and so uh, you can't do that you can't have Meninga at the start because he has those two zeros come around mm-hmm. um, what three and four so yeah I mean it's a perfect one. pair for Hupporty in round one to be yeah, honest but yeah. yeah it would be an unusual structure an uncommon structure I think rolling with him to start off but uh, next in the poll was Paddy Miller at eight point two percent? Body, you got him. That's it, Paddy Miller. Um, so he's these their import point guard, import point guard. Uh, as we've mentioned before, but probably prob- maybe won't start. I'll be Taron Armstrong start, but I can see him getting decent chunky minutes. Now, saying that he's a point guard, but he actually has won a scoring title previously in the Lithuanian league, um, averaging around the last couple of years sort of that 17, 18 points a game, uh, three-ish rebounds and four to six assists. So putting up the stats all over the place. Um, I remember there was a podcast, Simon Mitchell talked about him possibly coming to Melbourne United back it, in the day when Simon that, Mitchell um, was on it. was marketplace one Correct, where they had the round the four table. of them, yep, yep. yep. Um, and I think the question mark on him at the time was his three-point shooting, and I think that might have been after the 18-19 season because he had a 14 percentage in that season. So okay. very bad. That's but the last, That's correct. But this the last couple of years he's had 32, 24, 35, and 38%. Okay. So he's actually Good stepped shooting. it up that's quite a bit. A bit. Um, and it has been playing. Um, we're talking like German leagues, German league, Lithuanian league, etc. We're not talking... Chump leagues. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I think he's an interesting one for me. It's probably not to start with because of his price. Um, only going to have one, if he plays all three games, that is, um, one increase there or, you know, scoring ch- or price change. One to keep it on for that round. And not likely to be a huge increase based on his starting price. That's, that is a good point. Whereas we would talk Depends about... He has the, a couple of 40s. Yeah, it's even though... like Even yeah. then. We're thinking the uh, cheaper cans options are yep. the way to go. But uh, despite that, Banksy's decided to talk about a very expensive one. <laughs> I have. And, and that's because, yes, we're talking about cans and they don't have a great schedule to start with, but they're going to become very relevant, as I mentioned. So one I did want to touch on was Tajir McCall. Yes, he's very expensive. Yes, I don't know what the 6% of people that own him currently are thinking uh, with spending 372k on a guy who starts on a single and has a donut in rounds three and four. But just looking at our rolling rosters there, I just think that he's going to be the winner from the outs and the ins, to be honest with you. This is going to become McCall's team. I, I love as well the guard and the forward flexibility. That's a big winner. I think he's going to be a huge trade target come round five. You can literally bring in an elite premium who is going to have the best schedule from round five and have doubles all the way through for a good eight rounds. So 
Um, Hogue's gone. Pinder's gone. He was in that log jam, if you remember, with Scott as to who was going to have those ball handling duties. I think he came off the bench for a little period there as well because Scott was starting. So I just think there's upside for McCall and we're going to get a good look to see if this is his team. And I think it, he, he's going to be the man at Cairns. Well, hopefully he doesn't coach every single game in the Blitz <laughs> yes, then for our, for our behalf. But good thing is we will get to see him over in the States as well. Bordy, wrap us up, my friend. Beautiful. And as always, we are on X at people underscore blokes. Facebook, Basketball Blokes, www.basketballblokes.com. G'day there. It's Zach, also known as the Fez, coach of the Fez Monkeys. i got to say the best part of being a Patreon supporter is the ever so helpful Basketball Blokes community. Whether it be team advice, injury news, or Boydie's gifts, the Discord chat has it covered. Also, quite handy for those pesky last-minute play withdrawals. Hey guys, Denim Melrose here, coach of OK Then. And my favourite part about being a Patreon with the basketball blokes is all the data and stats they send through. It's worth far more than they charge, and it couldn't be more handy. Hi everybody, my name's Ruby, and I'm the coach of the McVeighland Times. My favourite thing about being a Patreon supporter is the pre-season cheat sheet and knowing that I'm going to get my team off to the best start and the Discord chat uh, where everyone helps me see sense after I get a little trade wild. Hey, I'm Watto and I'm the coach of the Coogee Hornets. If you want to get all the stats, have some great banner with all those like-minded fantasy individuals, make sure you get on board with the basketball blokes and become a Patreon. 